0: Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
1: So, walking down the highline mm-hmm. with Michael Stuhlbarg discussing Moliere, mm-hmm. uh, specifically... The, the, the bourgeois gentleman and we come upon this couple a uh, uh, couple uh, visiting from Taiwan they want us to take their wedding picture mm. they're in their he's in his suit and she's in her traditional dress sure they want us to take that and so I say oh yes give me the camera and they're doing the, the, mm. the nice poses and then Michael says do a jumping one do mm-hmm. one where they're 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 both jumping at the same time, uh huh, and it looks like they're sort of like hovering and you know a jumping one, sure yes, and so they do a jumping one but they the first time it's like not high enough the second time only the guy is jumping and the girl is like all has already landed okay and so we go through this a few times and Stuhlbarg is getting. More and more upset. Uh-huh. He really wants to see a good jumping one. Sure. And he... It seems like he wants to, like, kind of jump in mm-hmm. and, like, show them how to do it. But he doesn't, like... He's like a celebrity. And he doesn't want it to be weird. And so, ultimately, what he ended up doing is he put on the suit... Okay. And jumped. And then... Put on the dress and jumped, and then kind of took those home. Sure, and stitched it all together. Yeah. Comp he comped it up. He yes, he did a yeah. comp. Yeah, to create a really nice sure jumping photo. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know what I mean by the jumping by
2: by a jumping one. Yeah. Oh no, I know what you mean. Everybody's. I don't know if you do. Everybody's in the air at the same time. Right. But everybody, the thing he might not have factored in is that everybody has different vertical lift right i mean if like if this wedding was between this guy and like jr ryder then mm-hmm. he would have had no problem at all because jr ryder is in the air seemingly forever yeah i mean he was right. he was in the dunk contest right yeah
1: did well, you you you're married did you get a jumping one we didn't what happened
2: we just ran out of time. It's mm-hmm. one of those things on your wedding day, it's so hectic, and just suddenly you turn around and you're like, oh, snap, we didn't get a jumping one. Mm-hmm. And the photographer is already gone. He's gone. And you're just, or she, I just, there's- What was it? It was, it was like he. why? It was he. Okay. So I'm just saying it was that- not or she. Well, back then it would have just been he. Right. But now- like the sisters are doing it for themselves and every one of these jobs that people would judge and say like, oh no, that's a male profession, like photography.
1: I appreciate that those guys dress in such a way that you could never confuse them with actually being at the wedding. It's almost as if they think no one can see them, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're not going to be in any of the pictures. So they're like, it doesn't matter if I look like shit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And this wedding. Yeah. Because as far as I'm mm. concerned, only the pictures are like the existing record of
2: this. Yeah. Not the slob hovering the entire time during the entirety of yeah. the, the wedding and reception that dressed as if he could also be filming like a, a children's soccer game.
1: Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook. An insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet line back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. And Sean here would normally say, what up, what up, which is a catchphrase that I invented and he swiftly uh, took for himself. But he does it very well. Uh, but he's not here today. This is still a show. A lot of people were asking if we are a show anymore because we did miss a week yeah. of the show. Exciting week for us. Uh, we were named one of the top ten podcasts by 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 Vulture and also an A V club poll finished second in that poll. And Tom, I want to congratulate you on your show. Well, can we, you not you say who I you didn't say who I was yet. Oh, this is Tom Sharpling who's here. Yes. But this is how I was gonna introduce you. Tom Sharpling oh. yeah? was honored in the same
2: vulture poll mm-hmm. for being one of the best episodes of the year. Oh, it was a fun one too. It was a really I thought it was just a a blast, a, a comedy, just a a knee-slapping just <laughs> yuck, yuck a minute episode. Two weeks after my father died, and I thought that was just a a hoot and a half, and I'm glad Vulture just very wisely chose, out of the 50-something episodes I did this year, they picked the screamer of the lot, which just brought down the house.
1: It it shows you, of all the episodes that you
2: did, Mm -hmm. this is what people want more of Mm -hmm. in the coming Sure. Well, I only have my mother left now, so there's I don't know how many more they could get from me. I mean, I could record one where I die and then have it air (laughs) just posthumously. I could do that. I'm sure that would probably top the list. Yeah. For those fine... Well, well, that's
1: an interesting point. You should maybe have these ready. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be caught unawares the opportunity yeah. to do a great episode mm-hmm. should someone that you care about pass
2: away. Yeah, or myself. So it might be good to bank some of these. Yeah. Just bank some of these things. Sure. I'll start... Ba- I think I should just truly bank the one where I die. And it'll just be like... You know how, you know how that, that thing happens in reality that movies have have taken from the real world where if you're watching this or if you're hearing this then i am dead you know i mean because how many times does that happen to you in your life where you're just at a at the reading of a will and then the person who died had filmed a a, a, all the time yeah where he's just talking to you as if they're there, and you know that's happened to me probably half a dozen times. Three times it turned out the person actually didn't die, and it was a whole thing to see who cared the most about them. yeah, they wanted to see our reactions to it. They were in a different room, yeah, like Tom Sawyer, yeah, like like when he faked his death what mm-hmm. did he fake a car crash or something I Think he ate a bunch of paint okay the white the paint fence. yeah that he made the other kid do yeah so he, he w- wanted to like convince the
1: other kid that it was delicious i uh-huh. think or tricked, okay trick the other one
2: so rather the other than,
1: one i think you're not allowed to say his name i think there's like a racial slur in it or something
2: I, it's a different era now mm-hmm. um yeah just like with the women are doing they're doing it for themselves for themselves yes
1: but wouldn't it be nice if you did make that episode to know? Couldn't you die happy knowing that that episode mm-hmm. was going to make it into the best episodes of the year? If if I could get a guarantee from them, I don't think you need it. I, I, I I'm pretty sure it would at least make number three. Yeah, so I'd go up a notch. Yeah. What? Because do you, you don't expect, you know, like it was a great episode, uh, the one after your father died. But it's not going to be Obama. WTF.
2: No, no. Why would it be? It's Obama. WTF. Yeah, of course. Oh, I knew that going in. You don't think I came in just being like, "Look, guys, we'll land. This one will land us on the charts somewhere." But we're already just gonna seed it's two, number, number one. two tops.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the list. The WTF was on the 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 WTF with Obama was on the main podcast sure. list this was the comedy one yeah so yours finished you know in the best comedy list but it's not gonna beat the judge john hodgman episode where he talks about the santa suit The guy was oh, like no 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 so i mean like take your shot but it's not gonna be i knew going the in, hodgman santa suit episode i was like
2: what came in like sixth or seventh on that list six was uh, stop podcasting yourself had alicia tobin as a guest mm-hmm. I knew going in that day, I was like, if we play all our cards right, we have a pretty good shot at topping that episode of Stop Podcasting Yourself with Alicia Tobin. And you did. And we did. Oh, yeah. Dreams come true sometimes, Hayes. So it was an exciting week for us.
1: We were also announcing the debut of of Handbook East. We we have sort of gotten the network together, and Tom is still... You are still a partner with us on it. Actively involved. Yes. A little shuffling. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did have to reshuffle a little bit where uh, we now have a new sort of overseer yes. for the process. The person who's, who's doing some of the just like the... Blue, executive work yeah, of yes. what you were going to yeah. do.
2: They're blue skying. Yes. Their quality
1: control is a big part of it. Just mm-hmm. someone to sort of watch you and like make sure it's all Jake Fogelnest. Uh, we're very excited to say is essentially taking over, um, uh Earwolf East or yeah. uh whatever the the network is still the title is still pending. I think Jake is going to be great at coming up with the, Well, he with already the is. It's already yeah.
2: it's a it's a total joy. Look, this is the kind of thing. I know most people if they're like, "Hey, weren't you the in the the captain's chair on that and now yeah. you're not? Jake is." And you don't want to be the guy who
1: gets blamed if it if it goes wrong, you know, in like the press and stuff? You don't want like the press to be coming after after you uh, if it if if
2: it doesn't go well. And you also don't need the the positive attention if it go, if it does go. I don't well. need it. I no. don't need it. You're right. I don't need it. I think it's just a gift mm-hmm. to go from top of the pyramid to second, maybe third. Mm-hmm. Down from the top of yeah. the pyramid. I guess uh, meat. You're in the meat section. I'm the meat m- section. Yeah, because it's like. Of the food pyramid. Because what's at the top of the food pyramid sugar. now? Sugar. Sweet, that's, sweet, sweet sugar. That's at the top. And Jake is a sweet guy, which I think is probably why he's there also. Mm-hmm. And look, I had a pretty solid run up there. I thought we had a lot of. Kick-ass mm-hmm. ideas, and just things didn't pop the way that maybe they could have. They didn't. They didn't. But now with Jake, and also, by the way, Jake
1: needs you as well oh, uh, yeah. for this thing because, you know, he's, he's not doing his podcast anymore because he's so busy. You can't work on a television show
2: and do a podcast at the, at the same time. It's never has never been done. Well, Jake calls me his foot soldier, which I I take as nothing but that's like I wear right. that as a point of pride. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm boots on the ground, he yeah. also says, and I'm just the one like he's like you pound the pavement and you just report back to me mm-hmm. and he says recon back to me a lot. He talks in a lot of crypto military terms <laughs> which I don't think he ever served in the military. I'm not sure. Do you know whether he's a veteran or not. Did Jake Fogelnest ever serve in the military?
1: <laughs> he does use a lot of those terms, and he does have, have like, big jackets, big green jackets. With medals all over yeah. them.
2: Yeah. He has the, when he enters a room, it has mm-hmm. just has the... You want to snap, too. Yeah. You just want to snap, too. Sure. So, reporting to him now is just a joy, and... Mm-hmm. Some might call the things he comes up with whims or or half-baked conceits that I have to go jump head first into now and follow up to their fullest. Yeah. And then sometimes sure, sometimes he doesn't remember the thing that he made me chase down and then he yells yeah. at me. I know he wants to do that Michael Rappaport podcast.
1: That's called I'm Not Rappaport, but he, I don't think he knows what the
2: what I'm not Rappaport is. He didn't know what it was. Yeah. and Do you? Do I? Yeah. No, because I I was waiting for him to tell me, and I just didn't. I think it's it's a Doug Henning-type magic thing. It could be, yeah. Is it? Okay. Do you know? No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) None of us. But he certainly wanted me to fast-track that thing, and I've been at, like, five Knicks games now trying to talk to Michael Rappaport and he's he's hard to get a hold of. Yeah, he, he just he looked at me one time, and he and then I tried to bring up a tribe called Quest to find some kind of common ground mm-hmm. where I was just like kick ass. You ever see them back in the day? I was like, well, he made a, a doc about them, and I said kick ass doc. Uh huh. And then he was like, yeah. He went yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was online at the Shake Shack. Okay. Thing and then uh, and um, he he got three shakes. He only got shakes there. I think most people they call it Shake Shack, but people j- it's mostly the burgers. The burgers, yeah. I don't think he knew that they sold anything other than shakes. No, I I, I think he mostly gets name food. <laughs> like, my
1: understanding with him is that he's, he's a name food kind of guy. Like what is a good example of name food? Well, he goes to Burger King and 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 get the burger. Yeah. Uh, he'd go to Dairy Queen and I guess get ask for some cheese.
2: Yeah, and when he goes to Shake Shack, he's gonna get those shakes. Yeah. So does was, he get a does he get a, a cardboard yeah. cardboard carrier? He does tray? get yeah. a
1: cardboard carrier tray. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, and he also has the he also has a Knicks. Batting helmet on which there's no batting in basketball, which I didn't understand how he had one of them, uh-huh. and it has the two little cup things on the Uh-oh, thing you can okay. set it on, but no straws coming down. They're just he has to reach up and grab it, right? Yeah, because
1: those cardboard carrying trays usually only have one space in them for for drinks. So I guess if he knows he's going to be getting three shakes, yeah, that's what he needs the helmet for.
2: He is. Has- Two up top, and then one in his hand, and then the other one's free. He has to have his ticket, right, to be able to get back to his and courtside he also, seat. And I, he also wears a basketball
1: glove to those games to catch a basketball I guess in case he catches,
2: uh-huh. in case a basketball bounces <laughs> toward him, comes his way. And Our, then he does have to, you do have to, just give it back. But, I, but he doesn't. I remember no. one time at a Nick game, Sweet Lou. I think, I think Dwayne Wade drove in, and then Sweet Lou just jumped up and knocked that shit to the fourth row. He said, get that shit out, that weak shit. Yeah. And he said to Dwayne Wade, come strong or don't come at all. And then, and then the ball bounced to Michael Rappaport, and the ref was just like, I think it was like Steve Javi. Oh, yeah, sure. Was Steve Jaffe was just like, give it back. And then he was like. I caught this fair and square. I'm not giving it back. It's in my basketball glove.
1: I've seen him pretend that he doesn't actually have
2: it and put it under his shirt. Harlem Globetrotter style. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's not a lot of room for like more stuff under that shirt. (laughs) Under his
2: Charles Oakley jersey.
1: (laughs) Oak. So anyway, we do want to talk about. What happened last week? So Fogelnest was in the studio. We were um, we were gonna announce the launch, um, and I guess we just want to sort of talk about what uh, what went. Down. Hang on one second. Sean is um is calling me. He has uh, he's has this new app that he wants me to use. That is like the phone mm-hmm. app, but it's separate. It, it it sort of just replaces the phone app, and it doesn't ring. Just and so I just have to like sort of leave the phone face up, okay, uh, and and watch for it to light up. Which it, but it like lights up very dimly. But I don't have to rush to answer the phone because Mm. it does just kind of ring forever. It's called voice choice. Okay, Uh, this is gonna be so so he he uses voice choice. He uses voice choice, and he does want to get the word out about it. So I think that that may be why he. So it's like a is it like a money saving thing? No, it's a lot more expensive. (laughs) because you you need your original phone plan in order to be able to access voice choice but i think it's louder
2: okay so voice choice is loud the louder alternative it's louder except for the ring which is silent (laughs) which is non-existent
1: yes yeah uh so hang on one second let me just get this real quick
0: hey sean Hi, hello, Hayes Yeah, yeah, that's Hayes Hey, Hayes, it's me, Sean Clements Hi Yeah, I'm on the phone with you now And um, I don't know why But I have this weird feeling that people are going to be thinking that This is not a real phone call That it's some pre-recorded message that I did Where I just left spaces like the one I'm about to leave at the end of this sentence For you to say like, "Uh uh-huh, I know Oh, that's, that's crazy. I don't know why people yeah, would think that. Yeah, me too. That. Anyway, um, I'm thinking that I need to tell our audience and our listeners uh, the truth of where I'm at, even though it can be very dangerous for them to know. So, I'm not going to say which country I'm in, but it's one of the ones that is having a lot of sand instead of where there should usually be earth. So... I'm there, and I'm doing a big, big mission, uh, kind of an Argo-style mission. Uh, The secret government called me and wants my help, and I said, well, I'm busy. It's the holidays, but then they, you know, said no one else could do it. And I said, well, what about Hayes? And they said, no, definitely not Hayes. Uh, I don't know why, Uh but anyway, uh, you understand. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So... If you remember, there was a movie called Argo mm-hmm. where a bunch of heroes went to pretend to make a movie called Argo. Yeah. So what I and some other powerful agents, uh, I'm not going to name drop, but uh, one of them was recently a guest on Denzel Washington is the best actor of all time, period. Oh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Um, And uh, we are pretending to make that Argo. The Argo, where they're the, pretending to make to, Argo, we're pretending to make to that make that Argo. Argo. Okay. So we're pretending to make a movie called Argo, where they pretend to, to make, make a movie m- called, called Argo. Argo. Oh, okay. And it's been going pretty well so far. Nobody suspects anything because we're all really good actors and really professional. Oh, great! And we're saving the day and uh, justice and America. So, um, but what's been going on with you? I, I realize I've been talking the whole time on this real phone call that's not pre-recorded and haven't heard about what you're doing. Uh, no, I mean, things have been... Oh,
1: no. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, I hope you won't be mad, they but... Did? Yeah, we didn't air that episode last week. <laughs> yeah, well, That's I'm glad so you're good. not mad.
0: Okay, Hayes, well, um, enjoy doing the show, and I know that you have one of the guests there. And uh, Hi, guests. Well, hey, it's John, it's, yeah, Tom, it's actually Tom How are I you? I mentioned a couple of guests you were going to get that I believe... I had given reason to sort of mildly dislike me, so to, you know, oh. so to the guest. And I heard you say hi to me, and I'm saying hi back. And he did. Sorry, that's yeah. um, okay. So I mean- stay cool uh, or stay warm <laughs> this time of year. And uh, I'll just be oh, wow. doing uh, oh. super Argo over here, and I'll I'll update you if I can. Peace. Hey Sean, can you tell me about voice choice? He hung choice? up. He hung up. Sorry, voice choice also
1: has a very limited amount of time that it can uh, stand to, mm-hmm.
2: like, be an app. Sure, and then it, it it does not want to be an app. So it's like a. So it's like a. Is it like a Cinderella kind of thing? Yeah, after midnight, <laughs> it stops
1: being an app. It's been brought to life by essentially a bad wizard in terms of uh, in, in in tech terms so that's like deep web deep web deep kind of web stuff, stuff. tor mm-hmm. it's like tor server silk road silk road things, yes right? With
2: pirate <clears throat> bay do you know the kind of stuff all kidding aside mm-hmm. do you know the stuff they sell on the silk road thing no get a load of this machine guns come on heroin tom Hitman, no, yeah. Have well, you have you? It's uh, all sorts of just. I have not been on it. You haven't been on there. I go to. How do you know all this stuff? Well, I have a subscription to Rolling Stone, and they had a pretty, pretty. Uh, they always sweet do. article. They always do dangerous stuff about. Well, they always have an article. It's either about some twenty-three year olds who get weirdly rich, and then one of them gets killed by someone. <laughs> yeah. because they because they got rich because they were doing something illegal. Yeah. Or they have an article on like Tom Petty. The
1: Koch brothers are being mean. Yeah, or Tom Petty. It's
2: it's one of three articles. It's an article on Tom Petty, the Koch brothers being mean, or some 23-year-olds who found a way to game something illegally, Mm -hmm. and then one of them ends up getting executed. Mm -hmm. And the other one's talking from jail.
1: So we want to we do want to talk about what happened last week. Um it was a normal show when we were doing when we were doing it I thought it was going great. I thought Jake was super funny uh mm-hmm. and we should say uh, engineer Jason who's here was was there as well. Did you think if you could actually put your phone down for a second? Uh I know and I know you call him <laughs> I know you call him uh Dudio, right? <laughs> Isn't that your little like name for him? Yeah. Yeah. We like to keep it more of a more like a workplace where we don't do like you know the funny name and all that stuff. Like his name is Jason and he's the engineer uh, for the show, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. We're, we're, we are going to be calling you Engineer Jason. Uh, and you were there last week uh, and what did you think? i mean i don't i don't want to, it's my show i don't want to say that it's like like it the my shows a great show or whatever but like how, how did you think it was going uh, i thought it was excellent did you did you think that jake was funny oh yeah he's perfect
2: yeah uh, and what about tom tom was okay okay oh cool that's fine no, did you um no, tom was great tom was great <clears throat> thank you i'm glad you upgraded okay to great <laughs> you did a fair amount of work to make sure his um metals didn't didn't bump into the microphone. That seemed like there was a fair amount of trouble with. He right, had so yeah. many metals on that uniform he was mm-hmm. wearing. Yeah, uh, I, from an engineer's point of view, was that a challenge? Well, I even taped a lot of
1: them beforehand with electronic uh, with electrical tape, electronic uh, tape, electronic tape. to yeah. kind of deaden the sound. Mm-hmm. LED Still didn't do it. Tape, yeah, same, <laughs> yeah,
2: like Daft Punk tape, <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> so, is that the tape they put for like to to simulate robot? Yeah, letters yeah. running across the yeah say like
1: robot party time. That's the exact tape I used on Jake last week. So oh, okay, still, that's such an interesting part of the process. Anyway, we were recording the show, and then I noticed—I don't know who noticed it first—but uh, my headphones starting to get really hot. Mm-hmm. When I, and I thought that it was just you, uh, Andrew and Jason, fucking up. But then I hear in the, in the headphones this strange voice that was kind of like like a scary monster voice saying, greetings, Hayes, Tom, and, and Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, I guess he thought Sean was on the sure. show, but he was off that week. And then the computer screen that you have in here starts to go staticky. And then I see on it the face of Anonymous like one of these anonymous guys had taken over the soundboard uh, and the computer. Has that ever happened to you before? Or? No, that was weird. That was the very first time. Okay. And were you scared, Tom, when that was I happening? I was very, I was scared because. Okay. Cause at the time you were saying, I'm not scared. I'm brave.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I yeah. said it repeatedly. Yeah. You were saying it a lot. Yeah. And it's good to know now that you were scared because I swear one of the things with that anonymous face is mm-hmm. that it's a mask, right? yes, I would bet I would have bet the farm that that face changed a little bit like I could see him smile and then I could see him that like, was scary sad, and then he looked like quizzic- mm-hmm. quizzical i actually
1: uh, i i think I thought that was happening for a second too uh, I think he was putting on different masks. Because okay. he was turning around, and then mm-hmm. it would come back as a different face. So I could definitely see how you thought mm-hmm. that his face was changing. But I think that when he was turning around, mm-hmm. he was actually putting a different mask Is on. Is
2: that why he was saying that it would probably go something like this, and then he turned around? Yeah, and he
1: would stay turned around for a really long time. Yeah. And then he would turn back. Uh, yeah, he would say, if I were smiling, it would probably go something like this. Yeah. And then come back with a different mask on. So he was
2: changing masks then. That's like the... But that's why there was also just like... He kept like shaking these keys with his hand. It's like a misdirect. I was looking at the keys the whole time. I was looking at the keys too. too. They were
1: very shiny.
2: Yes. And that's when he must have been doing... Because that's like a magician. That's like magic 101. Yes. It's, It's what you're
1: not seeing. That's being the most of the magic. Yes. So this anonymous guys on the screen i think he was mostly mad that now it makes me think that maybe jake was involved in the armed forces in some way because mm-hmm. i know anonymous is mad at them right now and so i think maybe that was why they showed up to like take over the show anyway and then the train because like people know this is, we're recording this in uh tom's studio which is in an abandoned uh, train yard.
2: It's not abandoned. It's not abandoned. Yes, because it's we're going here to be shut down soon. It's it's in the process of being down. Decommissioned. Yes. Uh, yes. An imminently decommissioned De- train yard. Yeah. Which has certainly not helped the the climate around here in terms of safety. Right. Because once the word got out that they were shutting this thing down, it was like a, a magnet for just. For every piece of trash to come here and just wreak havoc, however they chose yeah. to, and a lot of
1: scrapping I notice has been going on. Sometimes mid-show, mm-hmm. a big uh, piece of sheet metal will be ripped, yeah. ripped out of the wall, which affects the warmth of the sound
2: when that happens. It does. It makes it a little bouncier than I choose. Yeah. Um, I also have a a. It's not is just not. It used to be more communal to be around the flaming garbage can with the other people and now it just feels like it's just not the same Mm -hmm. it it just feels like it it just feels like it's it's skunked like a skunked beer you ever have a skunked beer yeah where it's really hot like yeah where somebody's
1: like who left this beer in the sun and it's like boiling hot but you don't want to look like a
2: loser, yeah, who can't handle a beer, so you, yeah, like mm-hmm. so they're like chug, chug, chug. yeah. So, you, but it is so hot, yeah. And then you're just like, in your mind, you're just like, well, this is skunked, yeah. But if I if I stop drinking this thing, they're all gonna think I'm a loser. I gotta chug this skunk beer, and then I chug it, and then the worst thing is when they go, that was a chug so nice. Let's do it twice, and then I have to. I hate that chant. Chug. That was a chug so nice. Let's do it twice. That was a chug so nice. Let's. A, the and it's so weird. Too long. It's got one syllable too many at the yeah. top. Yeah, but they love it. Yeah, but then I chug another one just because I want to fit in.
1: It's interesting that you could say you know about the communal fire trash barrel and and, and stuff because when we were. Being pulled away on the train mm-hmm. that had been electronically commandeered by anonymous mm-hmm. we were yelling for help through the big holes in the wall to your friends in the yard and I think they were maybe pretending they couldn't hear us mm-hmm. because they, like it like they were definitely close enough to, to to hear us saying like like
2: call for help or they, they did like, start singing their do up louder when they heard that I think that way they could just yeah pretend it's just like hey we were singing just our our we're singing like get a job around the garbage flaming garbage can and we just were doing all our parts on that mm-hmm. and then the we, deep voice guy was mm-hmm. really yeah bringing it more than he with the like dude, dude, da, da, da. he was doing it hard hor- yeah. much mm-hmm. much Showier than he usually is. I know he was trying to drown us out. Mm-hmm. Not cool with him. So yeah. that's yeah. I did not share my baked beans with him today.
1: So we're 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 going along the the rail line through a secret sort of cyber tunnel. I guess this network of mm-hmm. cyber tunnels that they yeah. already have in place mm-hmm. uh, went to their headquarters at the bottom of the ocean yeah and they they i guess they started interrogating us but they they didn't really want to they talked about like hollywood stuff i guess they wanted to know about different things because they're you know the mad about the piracy things and stuff uh but i think they mostly wanted to know how to throw and catch a baseball did that happen to you with them, did they ever bring that up? Because like when they first came into my interrogation, yeah, uh, they there was like a ball and glove sitting there already, mm-hmm. and they were starting to ask me questions about like the business and stuff, and they were like, "Oh, that's that's funny, like you know, there's a thing there. Like I wonder how I would use that, mm-hmm. like if I wanted to. Yeah, like it seemed like they just wanted someone to to teach them.
2: Sure, mine was different. They did ask me about Hollywood stuff. The thing they kept grilling me about was the movie Django Unchained. Mm -hmm. They wanted to know why King Schultz, played by Christoph Waltz. Yeah, oh yeah, King Schultz. Why he just didn't go himself to Candyland and get Broomhilda out. That Why did he have to bring Django with him? Uh Because it just made the situation so much trickier that it was going to just heat up because with- those cuz all the guys that he was going to
1: meet mm-hmm. in Candyland explicitly hate black people. Right? I guess so. And so bringing a free black man into that environment mm-hmm. would immediately make the situation super charged with with tension. Yeah, they w- what he should want is to be able to sort of like sneak
2: in there Quietly or is just that... rolling by himself. Right. Just make the deal and split. Right. They wanted to know why that happened. And then I told them that's 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 what we call showmanship. Mm-hmm. There'd be no movie to watch, and we can't let the fun police slow us down. Okay. And did they like that? They got it. They got oh, it. they got it. Because they're working okay. on a screenplay. Yeah. Anonymous is is working on a spec script. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh off the boat okay
1: now I wonder if that had something to do with the playing catch thing because mm-hmm. it might be an episode mm-hmm. where the dad the yeah. main dad yeah. is teaching the funny rapping boy yeah.
2: how to mm-hmm. do catch because they also asked me if I had any Cypress Hill CDs that they could borrow uh-huh. and if I could catch them up on like Onyx right like on mid 90s hip hop cuz i guess anonymous i guess they're they're really taking this fresh off the boat spec script pretty seriously okay i guess so
1: and it was like they needed with the catch thing they did they needed help because they were just using their hands mm-hmm. like only if you can imagine someone throwing a ball mm-hmm. using only their hand mm-hmm. and like no other Part of their arm, like, you know, feel not, like a dinosaur, not turning their hips at all, just their hand. And when they would catch the ball, they would move their bodies mm-hmm. out of the way of the ball's mm-hmm. path and hold their arm as far out away from their bodies as they could mm-hmm. and try and catch it that way. So they were almost uh, turn it, turned away, facing away from the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, I don't think sports is a huge part of that whole culture yeah but i give them credit for really immersing themselves in to what a character would do mm-hmm. so they're for their for their fresh off the boat spec they really just want to know about playing catch and onyx but they were
1: nice they ended up being pretty nice until uh that we were i you know i assume i can talk about this is what happened like we were all sort of sitting in the den area uh and you walked in with some of the other guys and they asked you to take your shoes off before you went in the den because of the rug and i guess you like it's not my thing you don't like to take your shoes off well just don't have that kind of rug it's like though no, that's what you said but yeah just under given the circumstances where like they had demonstrated so much power to us and we were essentially their captives for you to say just don't have that kind of rug uh for me being in that situation with you i remember thinking like oh i wish you like wouldn't say that but
2: i guess you just really don't like to take your shoes off it's not my again especially underwater it's not my thing okay I just if you're gonna ha- if you're gonna invite people into your house, yeah, have the nice rug in the back of the house. that's your private side of the house, uh-huh, right, yeah, or at least have like a foyer where people could have their shoes on. well, this wasn't the
1: living room, this was like the den, I mean it's more of like a hangout it's a more relaxed sort of hangout space.
2: I just wasn't into it. I just wasn't into it. And
1: taking their shoes off is nobody's thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like no one says taking my shoes off is my thing. So when you
2: say Well, that, when I said, if I'll, I'll take my shoes off, if you take those masks off. Yeah, yeah. They didn't like that. They don't like taking their masks off. And then the guy turned around, mm-hmm. shook some keys, and then he had a very mad look very. on his face when he turned back around. Yeah. He looked angry. Mm-hmm. And then I made a joke, and then he started shaking his keys, and he turned back and had a very stern look on his face. He did not think that joke was good. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, I I guess pretty uh, soon after that, we got the, I guess, renditioned? <laughs> Is that the word for it? Like, would you, you know, the black hoods mm-hmm. over our head and stuff. Um, Taken... On a long trip, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, mm. it's hard to know because, like, we couldn't see, like, exactly what the, what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think for a while we were on a boat. Yeah. Which I think might have actually been an incubus cruise.
2: I remember hearing. Did you hear pardon me? There was, like, an un. It sounded unplugged and outside. Yeah. Like like this is like the warm-up stuff on the cruise. Like the real show will be on like Saturday night. Yes,
1: but it felt sort of like fake unrehearsed to me mm-hmm. where like a bunch of people were gathered around and like Brandon just comes out and is like, hey guys, like, do you mind if we like play a few songs? And then like everyone cheered as if they were on this boat to see incubus and that's what made me think it was an incubus cruise because he did pardon me and he did drive unplugged unplugged
2: yeah i that makes sense now i didn't think about i guess you know usually what did you think was happening at the time i thought that somebody with the world's worst ipod was doing some sort of like system test like and they were playing like some like live shows uh-huh. some live incubus that they had on their iPod I should have noticed that the it did it it smelled like sea air too right yes yes that, now that comes together and you just piece the things together and I could right. just it was an incubus party crew like a party mm-hmm. cruise
1: yeah And I think they weren't the only band that was there. I think Fuel was there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I heard, because I think they were playing in like a much lower performance Mm -hmm. base because I heard uh, hemorrhage in my hand, Mm -hmm. but like really muffled. So it sounded like they
2: were sort of relegated to like the low, low decks. Sure. And I remember hearing, this is all coming together now. I remember hearing a. A guy pl- playing an ac- an acoustic guitar version of Bodies, which must have been the dude from Drowning Drowning Pool. Pool. I think it was yes. But he was like doing this, like he was like, gin, 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 gin. let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies. Hit it was the sort of floor. a soulful, like Ray LaMontagne yeah. version of <laughs> yes of Bodies, or like when Dave Grohl does like acoustic songs and he yeah. sings in that voice when he's like anything could ever be this real suddenly he sings suddenly he's doing this whisper singing that's yeah, like really not singing at all no he's it's like he's doing an ASMR video to the tune of Everlong yeah if anything could ever be this real forever if anything could ever be this real oh yeah the only thing yeah. I <laughs> I'm gonna you've got the promise and he
1: it, and he even messes up like I just did yeah, yeah. you're just doing a faithful recreation right of on what the money when he, when he does those versions just to show how casual and intimate a setting it, yeah it really is yeah cause like for songs like that you wanna feel like you're not listening to like a professional
2: performer no, doing it no yeah. So that was the Drowning Pool Dude was the giveaway for me now, looking back. That we were on
1: an acoustic <laughs> incubus <laughs> cruise.
2: Yes. So that took a while, though. We were yes, on that. was very for... long. I think
1: it was a cruise around the world.
2: <laughs> and there were a couple stand ups. Did you hear stand up yes. comedy on it? Yes. I absolutely did. I think I heard
1: Joe Coy
2: uh and brian callen
1: yes definitely heard brian callen mm-hmm. uh i heard rich voss
2: yes and i re- I remember hearing they were doing like a a mystery science theater kind of thing to hang over two but no one that was awesome that yeah, was awesome but they weren't making fun of it they were just saying like Nothing to make fun of here, guys. This is the best movie. They talked about they talked about what a uh, what a good piece of business it was. Yeah, just how a franchise popped out of this thing, and how uh, it was a good thing they locked everyone into a three picture deal. Like it was weirdly it was weirdly inside. It was like weirdly industry talk. And but it
1: also. It didn't seem like they had seen the first Hangover, or that they knew there was a first Hangover. Yeah, but they were still enjoying this movie on its merits. Yes, but kind of catching
2: up. They were. You know? I remember some people were having a hard time following it. Mm-hmm. They were just like, "What? Someone's lost. I don't know what's going on here." And then he has a Mike Tyson tattoo on his face.
1: Yeah. Come- the guy... That didn't seem to pay off for them. Like, it should... Like, I remember when I saw it, like, I was bussing up because I had seen the Mike Tyson tattoo on Mike Tyson's face in the first one. Sure. But if if I hadn't seen that, I don't know if I would have been capable of enjoying it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw it on Ed Helms's character's face, uh, I believe his name is Marv. <laughs> mm, Marv. Yes. And, of course... The guy who gets lost, uh, uh, Doug. Doug. That's who I am in the Wolfpack. You're Doug. You in the are... Wolfpack of my friends.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sort of a Doug well, type. I'm the type of guy who likes to say. Which one are you? I'm more of a, uh, uh, is there a, a Ray? Yeah. I'm more of a Ray because I'm the kind of guy who just like, if my friend is like a Doctor, I'm just like I call him and I just say like, paging doctor, you know, and then just the worst homophobic word you can say after that. I just throw that around like it's nobody's business. Yeah, that's right. You know, and he's like, stop being a doctor and like come on the trip. And then I steal his pharmaceutical pad and he's like, now give it back. Engineer Jason, which one are you in the wolf pack?
1: This sounds like
2: it's um maybe an emotional subject for you. I've been asked this a lot. It's hard to go back again to something you hear yeah. over and over. You know, it's just not, um, like the I
1: didn't mean and I, I like I didn't mean to like raise any like old demons for you when I asked about uh like the Ken Jeong part, character. Mm-hmm. Mr. Chang. Okay, yeah. you're Mr. Yeah. Chang. That's what I've been yes. told. Yeah. The okay. character the the name of his character and Everything he's ever done. <laughs> that that's me. Uh huh. Yeah, I could see how that would be. I end up in trunks a lot. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naked. Naked in the nude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably why. Okay.
2: That would. I can see why they would. If that's what's going on with you, I could see why people would make leap to calling
0: make that you. connection. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because he's also not actually in the wolf pack. The wolf pack is Alan, Alan, of course, Ray, Ray, Marv, Marv and Doug and Doug.
2: Yeah. Duh. So if I had to choose, I could choose one of those.
1: No, it's your friends. You decide with your friends. Okay. Yeah. None
2: of us choose our wolf pack Mm -hmm. designation. No, you just know whether it's you. And if you know you're a Dr. Ken, then you're a Dr. Ken. It's okay. I think I just know I'm a Dr. Ken. Yeah.
1: Anyway, we're going to take a break. It's uh, just getting a little sad. And uh, we, uh, <laughs> we're we on the Around the World Anger Inc- Cruise, and we'll talk about it more when we come back on Hollywood Handbook. Hey, guys. We're back on Hollywood Handbook. Uh, normally... We would do a theme song uh, to announce this, but this is uh, it's a different kind of show where we're just telling the story of um, what Jake. Jake said I could say, "What up? What up?" That uh, it, it, it is not Jake's purview necessarily. Okay, uh, and so this is something that I would. Really, rather not do, uh, mm-hmm. but because you have sort of asserted your authority in that in that area, and so is Jake. I'm gonna uh, ask Engineer Jason to say, "What up? What up? What up? What up?" And that's why we don't play with it uh-huh. because it can be a disaster when just anyone is doing it.
2: 2015's ending now. Mm-hmm. My you you guys are. Hollywood handbook so hot Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. My show, the best show, is in the in the mix.
1: It's. I forgot to congratulate you. You Were also number five on the Avi Club. Yeah, number five.
2: We made number five on the list. You guys are two. I'm five. I just, I just need some of that. Mm-hmm. Some of that Hollywood handbook shine a little bit. You and
1: by the I mean? way, the reader's poll is the one that's the most important
2: to us because that's the fans. That's the people. Mm-hmm. And it is more prestigious. Mm-hmm. A reader's poll is always more prestigious. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you couldn't find two people in Hollywood no. who would say, if I had a choice between an Oscar or a People's Choice Award – I would take a people's choice award every time.
1: Everything that involves a fan vote yeah. is understood to it's be pure. the purest expression yes. of excellence because no one votes multiple times. Yeah. Like it, when like when Yao Ming would play five games and get injured and and then win the All-Star voting yeah. by like 10 million votes. <laughs>
2: Yes, and be the starting center yes. for the for the or like for when
1: Yaromir Yager, mm-hmm. who's like forty seven years old, mm-hmm. is in the top three in NHL All Star Game voting this year, and has to go on television and say, "Please, please, don't make me play in this game.
2: <laughs> My legs
1: hurt." <laughs> But yes, I, fan I, votes are good,
2: but on the, uh, the to 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 because because Derek Jeter mm-hmm. put up some of the strongest numbers of anyone in baseball during the final couple years of his career. Mm-hmm. That must have been why people were cheering every time he came up to bat. He was getting better and better and better, and then he quit at the top of his game. Yep. So. The fan, the fans said you're second best after mm-hmm. who? The Flop House. Okay, and I'm fifth best. Mm-hmm. I need. To and by p- the way, yes. I mean,
1: obviously, the, 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 the Flophouse Flop House best podcast of 2015. Sure, for oh. sure. I think. Oh my the God. stuff they're doing with yeah. the all current events and That's all the, of it. Uh, uh, pop culture and the discussion,
2: unimpeachable. It's the master. So I... I was just... That's why I tried the the Sean thing on for a second. I tried it on for size. Jake said I could. Uh I guess he was speaking out of school. Did you ask...
1: Did you come to him and say, can I do this? What was that conversation like? Not so... In not so many words. I find it hard to believe that he would approach you mm-hmm. and say, Tom, I'd like you to... to." And the way you say, he, you, he said you could do it, mm-hmm. suggested me
2: that you came to him and and It went down... Asked, okay, this is how it went down. I said to him, guess who I'm doing an impression of,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then... He said, okay, let's hear it. And then I went, what up, what up? And he's uh. like, what is that? He's like, what is that, Sean? And I was like, yeah.
1: And so, it, and that's, this is the end of the conversation? Yeah. I don't, okay. I didn't know if the pause, I imagine there was a pause of the conversation after that. No,
2: he walked well. out of the room. Halfway through, I was talking. He just walked away. Okay. He does it a fair amount. He just... I'll be in the middle of saying something and he just either looks at his phone yeah. or just actually walks out of the room. But he did know that you were doing
1: Sean. Yeah. Which I guess in your mind is permission to. I guess
2: now I look back, that was not, it was not as as complete a, a permission as I thought it was. But it's like, if he's, if Sean's going to miss an episode while he's on these adventures, it's like, mm-hmm they, they rotated out three stooges and... Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sean is, um,
1: Sean is calling me. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice choice
2: makes the phone very cold. Okay. You should have put... If only you had that last week with the hot headphones. I know. We could have just done the show normally. I, know, I
1: could have put my cold phone, yes, under
2: one of my ears. And- <laughs> it would have canceled... We could have passed your hot, your cold phone around, and gotten through it. Anyway,
1: I, I, I should take this.
0: Hey, Sean. Hey, Cookie. It's the Clem Dog with another r- real phone call uh, that is yeah. happening now, and uh, and you can just confirm that by saying yes right now. Yes, it's real. I mean, you don't Thank have to say you. that it's real. Anyway, uh, Cookie, uh, this is me, and uh, I'm the Clem Dog, and I'm calling with a little update on Super Argo, which is. Slightly stressful Uh, One thing that happened is uh, I think we all thought uh, Everyone else involved Was a little more familiar with The movie that we were Pretending to do where they pretend to do a movie Uh And a lot of us had maybe Only watched a screener Maybe after some turkey uh, About a year and a half, two years ago And uh don't really know. Uh, one thing we do remember is that it was very, very tense trying to get to the front of a line for like a checkpoint, uh-huh. and that they did that about three times in the last half hour of the movie. Um, and we have the part of our mission coming up where we have to do checkpoints, and we're very stressed about it. because. I don't know how we're going to get through three of them. I don't remember how they got through it. I just remember there was sort of like a ticking clock, like, oh, no, what about the thing when we get to the checkpoint yeah. that happened and then immediately happened again and then immediately happened again in that movie? And we're afraid that that might happen to us and then happen to us again And then happened to us again. again, And so we're feeling very scared. Um, We have tried to get in touch with some of the people who did that movie. Uh, But really, all of them, all we've gotten back is they are still saying, Argo, fuck yourself. That's very funny to them. Yeah. (laughs) It is funny to me, too, and I have been laughing, but I've also been trying to tell them, hey, we really need help. We're trying to do this super Argo mission in this country where they have a lot of sand. I can't say the name of the country, but it's one of the mean ones. And uh, we're trying to do uh, something special and be heroes, and you guys are making it hard because when we ask you a question, you just go, Argo, fuck yourself. And we crack up. Just as we did when we watched that screener two years ago, maybe three years ago. Um, and uh, so that is fun, and we could all use some levity, but it also is not great just because what we're dealing with is we might get stopped at a checkpoint, maybe die. And my only hope is that there's one guy who seems really difficult and like not on board with the plan, and that he'll step up and be a hero like what I think happened at the end of the Argo the original – not the original Argo. The Argo where they were – the real Argo where they were pretending to make a movie called Argo that was a fake movie that I guess at one point was a real movie, and it was based on a true story. So now we're doing a fake version of that real movie where they were pretending to make a real movie in a fake way. So um, anyway, uh, that's all the news from the Super Argo front. And uh, – oh, I forgot to say hi to the guest. Hey, guest. Hey, yeah. Sean. It's Tom Sharp, I want – That's so kind. And then, uh, Hayes, what's been going on with you? I barely talked to you. Nothing.
1: We're just recording the show. Oh, no. No, that's good. It's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. It's good. Oh, well, hopefully they'll have more in time for when you need it. So um, stay crack-a-lackin' and don't don't start slacking. And if you do see Alan Arkin... Please tell him that I was not doing a joke when I talked to him and that we really could use some clarity on how they got through the obstacles at the checkpoints in that movie.
2: Thank you. Hey, Bye. Sean, I wanted to ask if I He's was going gone. to use
1: your... Ca- He's gone. I'm sorry.
2: Mm.
0: It gets
1: a little shorter every time, too. Every one of my voice choice calls has
2: been mm-hmm. shorter than the last one by uh-huh. exactly 30 seconds. Okay. All right. But I wanted to ask him for permission to maybe pinch hit once in a while if he's gonna be out and about right i could pinch hit for him jump in and kind of co-host the show just be him the way the three stooges had like curly and uh. then when curly split they had a guy named like curly joe mm-hmm. like i could be like i could be like like sean jr mm-hmm. when it's like you know what I mean? For like an episode of the show, I could be Sean, Ju- like, we got Sean Jr. this week in the chair. Tr- and then at the end of the episode, it'd be like playing uh, Sean Jr. Uh, Tom Sharpling played Sean Jr. on the show this week. At the end of the episode. At the end of, yeah.
1: So you want to basically
2: play Sean mm-hmm. on the show yeah, and not be yourself. I figure it would get me into the rhythm that I could take that to my own show. Take back to
1: your own show, and then yeah, and then it's and maybe jump a couple
2: spots, a couple rungs. Yeah, yeah. No, what's what's Shemp? What's Shemp? Mm -hmm. He was, I think it went curly. Then they then curly split. Yeah, and then they put a guy named Shemp in there. Shemp is what they uh, make that uh, smoky stuff out of, huh?
1: What do you mean the sticky yeah the sticky
2: icky right't so they make that out of Shep? Oh
1: you know george was George Washington used to grow shop he
2: grew that that's what because there's a secret history to this whole country mm-hmm. that a lot of and people are know? just scared to talk about mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff is that Thomas Jefferson was a was a, a he grew all that that chronic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What do you think they were growing that stuff for? Make rope? No. If it was the if it was the, today, then or then today, mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson would not even be able to run for office because he no. would be too busy running a, a his chain of dispensaries <laughs> in Los Angeles. He'd be so caught up in mm-hmm. in making sure the doctors were just that their pens were full of ink to. For somebody to come in and go, I have headaches. And then they go, mm-hmm. here's your card. And you need
1: someone to spin the sign.
0: <laughs>
1: someone in sunglasses with big green leaves on them to spin the sign that says Dr.
2: Cush. Yeah, he'd be called. He'd be called Dr. Cush, Thomas Jefferson. He'd be like, bro, I ain't got time. He probably have a podcast where he talked about weed, right? Yes. So in some alternate universe, Doug Benson and Thomas Jefferson are the same person. I guess uh, that means I is guess, that a, is that a thing? Ima- I-
1: yeah, and I can imagine I can honestly imagine Doug Benson roaming Monticello, mm-hmm. and I guess impregnating a slave and lying about it.
2: But with one of those big balloons full of, what's in those things? I'm assuming that's weed smoke in there. (laughs) What about, picture this, and I'm pitching this out. Any of these weed-centric entertainers could use this. Mm
1: -hmm. Wait, weed-centric the entertainer?
2: (laughs) You're talking about weed-centric the entertainer? Yeah. Yeah, he, what about a hot air balloon filled with just pot smoke? Just picture that thing. And oh, and the guy wants to, wants to smoke it so bad, like suck it all out. But if he does, the balloon will fall. Or what if they're in a balloon that's like going to go, gonna go in, it's just going too high and it's going to go into space. Because yeah. someone pulled like the thing is jammed or something. Yeah. Quick, who's gonna eat all this smoke? And then suddenly you turn around and it's like bump bum bump ah, no, boun boun And it's like Snoop Dogg is yeah. on it. Suddenly you turn around at the hot air balloon and
1: <laughs> this new guy is in there.
2: <laughs> bump, bump, and he just goes and then the balloon lands safely, mm-hmm. and then he just, and they'd say, thank you, if it's Snoop Dogg or Weed Centric the Entertainer or Doug Benson or whichever one of these pot comedians yeah. or pot entertainers mm-hmm. we have, and then they would just be on the ground, and then they would just go, uh, they'd say, thank you for saving us, and he'd say something like... like uh, I'm higher now on the ground than I was <laughs> That's good. in that balloon. That's good. And they were almost in space.
1: We do want to quickly finish oh, yes, the yes, story of yes. what happened. Um, basically, I think we all... Like, when we were sort of led off the cruise, I think we all got sold to the Taliban. And I remember... You know, me sort of being in a, in a cage and like sort of a human zoo that they were running
2: there, but you joined the Taliban immediately. I got caught up in it. I'll admit I'm, I'm kind of a go with the crowd kind of guy. It's like, if there's, if I'm in a thing and somebody goes like, Hey, what do you think of star Wars? And I'll just be like, "What did you think of star Wars? And they'll be like, I thought it was good. I thought it was good too. Right. Or if they're just like, I'll be like, Hey, what did you think of Star Wars? I'll be like, What did you think? They'll be like, I thought it sucked. I'm like, Yeah, it sucked. So in these and guys, in this case, but instead of were, <laughs> liking Star Wars, in this case, it was, Hey, what do you think about killing this journalist? <laughs> and I was like, Well, what do you think about killing this journalist? And they're like, I think we're going to do it. And I was like, Okay, yeah, let's do <laughs> let's do it. But then I always managed to like. Slide into the back. Right. You know, it's like a. I did notice that. It's like a. It's like if there's a classroom, I'm always sitting in the last row, and I just was doing that a whole lot with these guys. Or I would just be like, Is anyone thirsty? Like I would say that a fair amount, and I would be like, Should I just. I'll go. I'll go fill the canteens. Right. And people, they were thirsty a lot. Like, fair amount. It's very hot.
0: It's
1: very hot. Yeah. You were very mean to me in the. Um, sort of dining tent area. I guess the cafeteria equivalent that they had. You called me a lot of, uh, and I understand it's like a very high pressure situation. But you called me like that. a goat's mother, and um, and
2: then afterwards I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I would just whisper that. I would say yeah. like, there's a reason. I you, yeah. I would be like, there's a reason why you're in this human zoo. You dirty animal. I'm so sorry, Hayes. <laughs> You know, I don't feel this way. So, any,
1: um that I think we did see Sean walking by at one point, mm-hmm. but he was distracted. Like he had sort of that poofy, like Ben Affleck hair, which yeah. at the time I didn't really understand. Uh, and I remember yelling out to him, uh, but, but he, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like he was trying to do a scene where um he and a sort of John Goodman type mm-hmm. were meeting at like the smokehouse in Burbank yeah but like in the middle of the desert Across from Warner Brothers yeah and i th- i think he was just like
2: very distracted by that yeah i thought he was doing i thought he was going for a, an american hustle thing with his hair at first but then you were like the part was so far to one side, yeah. and then it was like such a big, poofy yeah. part. You were like, no, it's Argo. And I was like, shut up, you filthy animal. I think you're right, Ace. I think it actually is Argo. You're right. I'm sorry. It's not American Hustle. It's Argo.
1: And so that's how it turns out. We were able to secure a release, because I guess it turns out that Scott Ackerman is like kind of friends with the Taliban.
2: He. It was strange how, because we I remember like we
1: mentioned that Mm -hmm. we did podcasting and that we knew Scott
2: Ackerman and they were like, oh Scott Ackerman, yeah. And it's first of all, it's funny how they sound like Larry David over there. No, that's exactly yeah what they what they sound like. Yeah, but I remember Scott said something very powerful at the at the end of all this he was like he said there are no countries it's just f- five or six corporations yeah and i play all of them like a fiddle and then he gave me a howl.fm premium subscription for yeah. one month only one month i mm-hmm. thought he would at least give me six free months and I like the, I mean, he said explicitly
1: that mid, mid-roll mid media is one of the five or six
2: He said it's the Bilderberg Group. <laughs> it's, it's. Yeah. Halliburton,
1: it's, the Bilderberg Group, Bechdel, Lockheed Martin. Uh, mid-roll. Mid-roll media. <laughs> Hang on. Sean is, uh, Sean is. Calling me again?
2: I really have to ask him about this because I think there's a play to be had here. Okay, let me uh, let me just get into okay. with him first. Hey, Sean
0: Hey, it's me, Hey, buddy, uh, Clem Dog. Uh, another update. Um, These are coming so fast. Sorry to call in again so much. No, that's Been doing that's so okay. much phone calls lately. Yeah, that's... but this is another real one, and it's not pre-recorded. And <sighs> not that I feel the need to prove it, but if it was pre-recorded, would I leave a space right now for you to say like what? no i don't I don't think you would what? <laughs> anyway um oh. I'm the <laughs> and I it. am uh on the phone, and I just want to say false alarm. I know things sounded a little hairy the last time I updated you on super Argo uh and it, it was a real concern for us. We were uh not as familiar as the movie uh with the movie as we should have been, and we were freaking out um but as it turns out, we were in a island that's sand but um it was not a scary place like we thought we are on a beach and it's hawaii so uh what wound up happening is we just threw on an is record uh that's the guy who sings over the rainbow so pretty and uh we all just chilled out um hang out on the beach careful for jellyfish but other than that just let loose and have fun And uh, it wound up not being that big a mission so much as it was um, just a Hawaiian Christmas for us. Uh, And uh, so anyway, uh, if anyone was scared, I'm okay, better than okay. Uh, I'm chilling out in a grass skirt, straight up shaking my can-can. So uh, everybody, uh, you stay cool. Uh, Hope you have a good New Year. And uh, this has been a real phone call. And just tell me what you're... We're talking about right before I called? We're just finishing the show.
1: I I, I do. Couldn't hear
0: you. Anyway, uh, we um, will have to jam soon, and uh, the Super Argo mission was ultimately a success without us having to do Argo, which uh, was, you know, good but not great from what I recall from, I think, four or five years ago when I saw it. The one time. So, um all right. Uh, well, just before Sean, we go, uh, before you uh, bounce... Yeah, Tom, do you want to just, just get, it, uh, get on in and there? B- bye. Yeah, I would like to just... Before uh, you bounce...
1: I think there was a connection issue. Uh, I, I am a little concerned that he thinks he's in Hawaii because when we were in Waziristan... Yeah. We we definitely did see him oh, there. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if, if potentially he's been tricked by the Taliban
2: into thinking that. So he might be in some sort of tropic thunder situation where he thinks he's in a, he thinks, but it's the opposite. Right. Cause he thinks, he thinks he's on a Hawaiian vacation,
1: but, but he, yeah, he he's actually, I mean, it's a little bit
2: like the Larry, the cable guy movie, which one, the one where he rides that jet... Oh, that's not a... It's a Prilosec commercial. I thought it was a action movie for a second. But it's a movie where... It's a commercial where he's...
1: It's not uh, Larry the Cable Guy health inspector. It's not witless protection. It's Delta Farce. Delta Farce. It's a little bit like Delta Farce. Mm-hmm.
2: Is in- is Bill Ingvall in that one? Yes,
1: yes. he is in that one. Yes. It stars... Bill, Larry the Cable Guy, DJ Qualls, and uh, Danny Trejo. Mm -hmm. How'd they get Danny
2: Trejo? (laughs) He doesn't do just anything. No. He doesn't. Sure, he's done, I think, three badass movies so far. Yeah. Where he's bringing to life that guy who got into that old man who got into a fight on a bus with some kids. (laughs) Where he's done... At least two of those, but he's very selective about the things he does. Yeah. He, he first, the first thing he says is, he's like, is the, is like, is the check going to clear? And then second thing he says is, with or without, uh, my vest, am I shirtless with a vest or not? Yeah. And then the next thing he says is, um, do I bring my machete to set or not? And then he asks about crafty. He wants to make sure that there's a fish option at crafty. He's uh, he's a pescatarian. He's just sick of the chicken. He's just sick of the chicken.
1: Anyway, so we are back safely. Uh, thanks to, uh, thanks to Scott Ackerman, I guess, um, the Taliban said they owed him a favor or something, and we're excited to get going back into the show. Uh, we will be going dark again next week. Uh, Sean is continuing on his vacation, and uh, I I know if you know you say that you could just like jump in, and I guess we will. I, Junior, yeah, I guess we we can we can begin that conversation, but I, but I'll say like I guess if we don't have an episode mm-hmm. next week. Then just assume that those conversations didn't go Mm -hmm. well.
2: Well, you see Hayes, if
1: and I'm doing the thing now. No, it's it does. It sounds a lot like him. The way he says, "You see, you
2: see in movie, it's yeah, it's a it's great." I I don't have it down as much as I thought I did. I thought I had the thing down so much more. You had the two the words that you say twice. I was doing it in the shower. What up? What up? Yeah. And then you see Hayes, and then I thought I could just that would like start it, but I realized I should have worked on it more. Uh, so, it,
1: again, it could happen next week. We'll see what what we what results we
2: get with your sort of practice. Uh, yes, Hayes. You see if we. See, I lost it again. God damn it. I thought I had the voice down. I could feel what up what he wouldn't say it at this point of the show though. This is the last place he'd say it.
1: Well, I mean, I guess you can do we can give out the pro version to uh Silver Woman which, which is uh uh like a little introduction to, to Sean Jr. Sean Jr.
2: You see Silver Girl, you what up what up, Silver Girl? You ooh, it's harder to do a full impression to rather just it's easy to just capture it for a second you know what i mean that's i guess the difference between these guys who do impressions who and versus just somebody at work just knocking out the it's a few i can't do it i'm sorry i thought i had it i don't have it what up what up bye
0: Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbes. Ow, baby. That was a
2: headgum podcast.